Rangers fans, welcome to the Rangers recap. Good evening, Rangers fans. Welcome to Hockey on the Hudson. I'm your host, Aaron Such, and we've got a great show for you tonight. We're here to break down and so far the season for the New York Rangers and see where they're going, where they've been, and what the future holds for us. But before we dive into the show, I'd like to mention that this episode of Hockey on the Hudson is powered by Anchor by Spotify. Anchor is a free platform for podcast creation that is very beginner-friendly. It contains tools that allows users to record and edit audio, arrange it into podcast episodes, publish podcasts to other listening platforms, and monetize content by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into episodes. To start today, visit anchor.fm and begin recording. Okay, Ranger fans, it's been an interesting season. We've seen a lot of adversity for our blue shirts between injuries, between COVID protocols, between our entire coaching staff missing uh, a handful of games so far and still being out in quarantine. But our Rangers have held strong. I mean, through 31 games, we're still we're still in the mix. I do feel that we do still have a tough hill to climb for ourselves, though, for the rest of the season. Two games away from the midway point, um, sitting sixth in a very tough East Division. Looking ahead of the teams ahead of us, we have Philly, who's in fifth with two points ahead of us, even up at games, especially with this upcoming series with them. I think it's a big series to see where we finish the standings at the end of the year, and it might be a telltale sign of where, where that will end up. We have Boston in fourth, which is that last playoff spot for our division, who currently is now on a COVID protocol pause. Um, they have postponed their past two games and are currently uh, going through the correct procedures in order to return to play. They are currently sitting with 36 points with three games in hand on us. So obviously this might be in favor of them being able to catch up. I don't know what it'll be like to have to play Pinched up games. Luckily for us, we haven't had to deal with that. Knock on wood. Um, I look at Pittsburgh in third. Realistically, is probably the only, uh, only other team that we could probably catch up to at this point, who is through 32 games at 40 points. Now, we've had kind of a back and forth with them. They've had our number for the most part of the year. So it's been a little bit tough for us to kind of compete with them, at least. So I think if we're going to sneak into the playoffs this year, it's going to be in that fourth spot. And obviously with Boston – Having a lot of games still remaining against Buffalo and New Jersey, it's going to be tough. Unless we can start seeing some of those teams kind of pull together at the end of the year and sneak some wins and kind of play spoiler, I think we're going to be looking at a playoff-less uh, postseason for the New York Rangers. But that's not the end of the world. Uh, what we need to keep doing is gaining experience and keep get, and keep learning. What we've seen this year is that the Rangers have had a new identity when it comes to defense. The Rangers have played such a smarter game. Unfortunately, I mean, I'll say in this past week, it's been a little, a little bit lackluster because of, and I'll say that's because more that Jocks Martin isn't on the bench with them, um, you know, kind of hounding in the, what do I want to say? Pounding in, I'm going to cut, 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 cut. Really hammering in, cut, cut, cut. really hammering in the game plan that they've probably gone over in training. Uh, obviously, I, I do expect that when the coaching staff does return to the bench that obviously we will be back to normal and operating at normal. But for the most part, since they've been gone, we've we've competed. And not only have we competed, but we've been playing pretty well. I mean, we're back over 500, which is always nice, getting over that hump. Uh, looking ahead, we got Philadelphia and Washington on the road. Um 
Philadelphia is, is going to be a big series for us. I really do think so. These next two games against Philly, um, I feel like, can be a turning point, especially because those two games do achieve us the midway point for the 56-game season. Um, Washington's a little bit out of reach, but we've we've played very well against them. Not only well, but we've we've had some very good wins over them. Um, I look at the team right now. We're scoring, and that's obviously something that is great. And I'm not talking about the scoring the way like Mika's and Banajad and Panarin were last year. We're getting goal scoring from all over, where it should be coming from as well. Chris Kreider has had a very nice hot streak of points over the past month. We've seen Mika kind of finally come back into his own, looking like the player that he was last year, the guy that we were expecting from the beginning of this year. Obviously he had a little bit of a slump, but you know when you score football-like numbers against Philadelphia in a 9 nothing win, you know, you can't complain, especially once a six-point period setting, or tying, I should say, a record that was set over 50 years ago. I look at guys like Panarin right now who now kind of putting the, his past behind him and dealing with those issues, and obviously the PR messed out that came to be. You know, he's, he's, he's helping produce goals for us and scoring opportunities on the offensive side of the end. I also look at some of our younger guys. You know, Filipino returned from injury in the, uh, recently. Um, I don't know what what to do with Phil, to be honest. I feel like Phil has had his moments. He's obviously statistically helped us out. He's scored some nice goals. He's helped set up opportunities for other guys, especially on that um, quote-unquote kid line that they have, uh, him paired with uh, Kako and Lafreniere, who we'll speak about in a bit. But... You know, he hasn't been that dynamic of a player that they talked about when they drafted him. Especially when we saw um, early on in the rebuild, you know, how hot he was as a rookie. You know, he's been great in the faceoff dot, which is obviously a breath of fresh air because of how much we've struggled in the faceoff circle, and I've spoken about that before. But I don't know if he's going to be that quality second second or third line center for us. Um, Kako has played well all year. Um, I thought I've, I've been a big fan of him. Um... Performance-wise, he's played well, and that's the thing. I know being impatient New York fans that it's a little tough to say that because, oh, you say, oh, statistically, he's not there, though. Yeah, and I understand that, and, you know, for a while, the Rangers struggled scoring. And if, you know, guys like Mika and Kreider, I shouldn't say Kreider because Kreider's been well playing well this year, but your top six guys aren't scoring, how are you going to expect a younger kid like that to be scoring? Um, but I think he's played well. He's really come into his own and, and, and looking more and more every day like a top six winger in the NHL. Um, obviously, we look at our first uh, overall pick from last year, Lexi Lafreniere, uh, the guy that basically helped the board of directors in the NHL change the, an entire draft rule and policy about um, who can win the lottery uh, because of what the Rangers have done over the past two years. He's played well. He looks like he belongs but he hasn't been this dominant figure that we've that all these analysts believed that he was going to be. You know, we saw people call him the next one, calling him the next Sidney Crosby, the next generational talent. You know, and I think that he's had moments. He's definitely had moments and 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 shown promise that he could play. He doesn't look like he doesn't belong. Don't get me wrong with that. But he hasn't been a dominant figure on the team, a guy that's going to help push us to that next level. And I hope to see that maybe he will become that. Maybe it's maybe it's the whole break. Maybe it's because it, was a, it wasn't a great training camp. Maybe he just needed a year to adjust. And that's what I think this year needs to be about is just adjusting, letting these younger guys learn so that when the future comes and we're in this win-now phase, they're helping produce for us. You know, I look at another young guy. Igor Shosturkin's been out for a while now, right? You know, he's dealt with, he de- took a nasty twist against the New Jersey Devils. I originally thought it was a back injury, which scared the 
living crap out of me. Um, you know, an injury like that sometimes becomes recurring. And not only that, it's a very long recovery time as well. But luckily, he's only been gone for a couple of weeks. He's been off the IR recently, skating with the team and practicing with them. Hopefully, we'll return soon. I don't want to rush him, though. That definitely should not be a focus right now, especially because of the other goaltending we've had recently. You know, Georgie had a little bit of a struggle when, when the injury first happened. Um, looked like he couldn't even stop a beach ball. But, you know, he's maintaining. Keith and Kate has been very nice. He had a very nice night against Buffalo the other night, uh, making a key stop against Jeff Skinner on a probably very um, easy goal-scoring opportunity. Um, and I'd probably say the save might even be a candidate for goal of the year uh, as he stacked the pads and flashed the, the glove. But I look at the goaltending and going forward, and once Igor does return back to the rotation, I don't know what's going to happen with George and Kincaid. It's always nice to know that we have that type of depth. Um but, you know, it's always nice. Competition's always great for the team. Uh, I look at uh, our other guys, our fourth liners, you know, Howden, uh, Lemieux, Rooney, all those guys, have been, you know, playing their roles, doing what they need to be doing, which is always great for our team. Um, I also look at, you know, our defense. Keandre Miller, you know, he, ha, very, very hot off the get-go. Been quiet recently. Truba's been playing uh, very good hockey Ryan Lindgren's been playing very good hockey, very smart hockey, being the physical player that he is, and getting use out of guys like Boteto, Hayek, um, and Jack Johnson, who unfortunately isn't dealing with injury right now, have all you know helped us produce uh, and maintain our our games and be successful this year, so far this season.